1: Mino Line Media presents Business First. Hi, all, and welcome to the latest episode of Business First with Sonia Aline. I am your host. And today we are going to talk to the creator of a product and service that I think we all um, could benefit from. And I know that we will all be interested in hearing about. Um, The product is called AnswerSure, and the creator and founder is Gogi Padilla.
2: Gogi, welcome to the platform. Thank you very much, Sonia. It's great to be here. Uh,
1: So Plato once wrote, our need will be the real creator. Um, And a more familiar way of saying that is necessity is the mother of invention. And that is part of the inspiration for why you created Answer Sure, isn't it? Absolutely. (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Um... So tell us a little bit about what happened with your mom, which was horrifying. Um, I saw one of the interviews that you had done earlier um, that led to you creating AnswerSure. Tell us what happened with your mom.
2: Absolutely. In uh, 2019, uh, my mom almost became a victim of a phone scam. Uh, The scammer took it a step further and they came to her front door in the guise of her bank's representative. Uh, They came um, uh, to pick up, as they said, quote-unquote, defective bank card. Luckily, a family member was visiting my mother at the time. It was a divine intervention, I think, um, and ushered the uh, man away. Uh, My mother was confused and and scared, very honestly. Um, She said to me when she called me, I was working at the time, but Gogi, he was dressed like a bank manager. He had a suit tie. And I said, yeah, he came playing the part. After that happened, my si- siblings and I um, were frightened, upset, angry. And we know we knew we needed to find something to be a better barrier to protect my mom, our mom. So we went on a hunt. And um, I did not find anything that... Protected her as much as I wanted, which was I didn't want her phone to ring unless the call was vetted and it was really for her. That was the birth of Shore. Wow. And so these folks who who eventually showed
1: up the door at the door, they had had a conversation with your mom and had your mom given them the address or I mean, so many things are available online. Or did they know the address based on the basic information That she had given them?
2: Good question. Um, My siblings and I have figured out that yes, you can get an address online, um, but you can't get a person's bank online. (laughs) So conversations were happening, and um, we surmised they were happening over time. They were, Uh. lack of a better word, grooming my mom with calls over time and uh, bits and pieces of information. I've come to uh, learn this is one of the mythologies they use uh, to get information from people.
1: And so you then went on a search. So there was or is nothing to your knowledge that's available to help. Because this is a problem with so many people. And to your point, they play the part. And so they sound encouraging. They sound nice. They sound helpful. Um, I had a friend whose father had said to him, Why would he lie? Like, you know, why would he make this stuff up? And so the most vulnerable, as you mentioned in, in, in most of your um, documentation around AnswerSure are, are really in need of, of protecting. And so tell us a little bit about how what went into creating this this service and then we'll we'll talk about what the service specifically uh, offers
2: uh what went into it really was my my definition on how i wanted to protect my mother which was i didn't want her phone to ring unless the call was vetted uh that was my starting point i knew what i was looking for that's what i was went on the hunt for um Sonia, there are things out there, I'm not going to say they're not, they didn't meet my needs. And, right. and to the extreme, I wanted to take it. Um, needless to say, what occurred, um, really just made us all shake our heads and just, you know, want to just surround her and protect her. Um, so I, I was looking for something that would be like a gatekeeper. Um, wow. what went into it other than that was, um, from the idea and, and what I was looking for is how do I make that happen? And, um, uh, my background is fundraising. I was a fundraiser in New York city for 30 years. And, um, I really reached for something that I knew and experienced in that Arena, and uh, that was dealing with executive assistants, and uh, sometimes numerous executive assistants for one human being. Um, I took that um, experience and and what still exists, and just brought it to this particular need. So um, I didn't create really anything. New, it exists, you know, um, but it doesn't exist for the need that I am using it and with the demographic I am using it. So it's interesting
1: when you said that because the minute you said vetted their calls, that's exactly what I thought of. I thought of the the CEOs or heads of organizations, all who like no one can get through to them until a call is vetted through, uh, like you said, the executive assistant. So. Um, so it, it's always fascinating to me how previous, because this is a whole new area. fund Fundraising to technology is a very different area for you, but it's always interesting to me. And, and I hope inspiring to those listening that your background always serves you. There's always something from your past or from the work that you've previously done that will serve whatever this new venture is that you're embarking on. And so... The the services so it's available on the landline. It's available on mobile. Uh, but tell us what this vetting process is like
2: on the uh, landline service. Yeah, we have uh, two plans. I'll give you an example. Our representative plan. Just what it says: a human being will pick up the client's call. All of the calls. All of the calls for in within that plan. That client is the right. representative plan for our landline services, I must state that a secondary phone line is required. The technology does not exist that you can forward a phone number and receive calls on that same forwarded phone number. The technology for that does not exist. So another phone line is required and that can be, you know, found from the courier, the mo- the telephone courier, that the client has, however, once that secondary line is placed, the client would have their phone number, the one that they've been using for thirty years, forwarded to the AnswerSure call center. From that, they will also give us a password they create. The client creates the password, so it's individualized for them. They created it. They let AnswerSure know because that is the tool with the uh, representative service that we would use to vet the call call comes in the answer sure rep picks up good evening answer sure to whom would you like to speak i'd like to speak to uh richard smith sure do you have mr smith's password if they have it the call is put through and will ring on mrs mr smith's phone if they do not have it with the representative line a message may be taken and those messages are time stamped and date stamped, and they are sent to the purchaser of AnswerSure. We feel, at least, just my experience and what I've experienced moving forward, usually the purchaser of, of the service is not always the user of the service. Right? Someone right. purchased it for mother, father, aunt, uncle. Okay, so um, with the representative plan, all calls, those vetted that have been put through and the ones that they did not have the password and could not be put through, all calls are time and date stamped and they're sent Mm -hmm. to the purchaser. In that way, if a call, someone who's legitimately calling is not able to get through, the purchaser of of the service can look at that and reach out to them, give them, uh, explain what's going on and give them the password. So that's the representative plan.
1: So I was going to say, so it would be important if you did the representative plan that you give the password to the people you would be talking with. And, and I would imagine for an elderly, and, and this is an assumption, not to offend anyone, but I would imagine that the the list wouldn't be as long or typically as long as it might be for um, someone who's engaging in business or someone who has a lot more phone activity than, um, than an elderly person. So, and for the automated
2: service. The automated service, again, that secondary uh, phone line is required. With that service, the caller would need to have a numeric code. They would call the phone mm-hmm. number, again, that the uh, our client would have for 30 years or whatever, and they would get an automated message asking them to place the numeric code mm-hmm. to reach that person. Um, if they have that code, mm-hmm. the call is released and put through to the client's phone. If they do not, though, the call is disconnected. The call will not go through. Obviously, the representative plan is is a little more uh, user friendly, and mm-hmm. that is the one that many people have been using. But I can I can tell you, we do have a client on the automated plan, and she said basically what you just stated. Her network is small, mm-hmm. so she doesn't need to um you know have the the flexibility that comes with the representative service. She right. can give the numeric code. And her network of people have. Okay.
1: And so that's the, those are the plans for the landline service. Tell us a little bit about the mobile plan. So the landline, you just explained the automated and the representative service. Is the same available for mobile?
2: Uh, No, the same is a little different. We have an app, and with the app, It works like many apps out there. It uh, uses a list of known scam numbers, and those scam numbers will not ring our clients' cell phones but that list is also dynamic. It's growing uh, daily because uh, scam numbers, period, are infinite, so there's many scam numbers out there. So, it does work like many of the the apps out there for this problem. However, we do have a couple of features that we find a little different, and I think adds a little more usability. Uh, In our research, there were two uh, areas in which people were finding some level of frustration. It was in the need to remember passwords and logins and it was also in the lack, they felt, the lack of communication with the office, the app creators, the company. So we created a remote subscribing um, for our app that allows someone else, a son or daughter, to place it on their mother and father's phones, and only the purchaser, son or daughter, needs to have a login and password. Uh, that is also uh, to say the mother and father will rec- or father will receive a code which they need to send to the purchaser of the app which creates a, a trail of verification <laughs> that they have agreed to have this app on their cell phone communication as I said was was uh, an issue That brought some frustration for app users. um, This kind of app, in particular, and we created a survey communication system with our users. And in that way, we get we can ask questions, we can get their responses in real time um, individually. We don't have to wait to you know the whole group of, of users respond, and we can address as quickly. So those are two little features that we feel adds a little bit more usability to the app as well.
1: Uh, So the incident with your mom happened in 2019 and it is now 2022. You are up and running with customers. You've gotten feedback. Uh, how are you, we went through a pandemic, like, how are you able to move so quickly?
2: Well, um, fear, fear is fuel. It, it was for me, it was my mom, you know, and keeping her safe. And um, you know, I, I I say in my on my website, you know, fear shouldn't be a reason we act, but it, it definitely was a reason that made me move as quickly as I did. You say it's quickly, I think it's a little slow. To tell you the truth, but you know when, did when, did, when did you launch? When when did you launch? Well, 2021, April 2021. Wow you know um but I, I it was the timing was what it needed to be to create mm-hmm. what I currently have so i am thankful yeah it, it, I have to say it was a lot of trial and error I have fantastic support system um I have a network of family and friends that just um they were on my ship and oh. uh, you know i I'm, I'm very fortunate I have a partner a husband that uh, yeah, you know, he just said, "Go for it, go for it." You know, mm. I I have to be very honest, Sonia. I wasn't looking to create a company. I was looking just to protect her, protect my mother, mm-hmm. and it worked out so well. I, I have to say that uh, my husband said, um, "I think you're not the only daughter trying to do this. Why don't you mm. take a take a leap?" You know, and I did. <laughs> so I blame wow. it on him. <laughs>
1: Well, how great it is to have a partner that would suggest take a leap. Uh, That is incredible. What would you say to folks who are sitting with an idea that they know could serve their community, serve their family, serve humanity, and uh, particularly like you, it's in an area that you're unfamiliar with. Um, It's new territory. What would you suggest to someone who's sitting there with this great idea in terms of just how to take the next step to take that leap?
2: Uh, First of all, just gather all the information and knowledge you can on the subject matter. Um, I'm a true believer in knowledge is power and knowing as much as you can about the area you're looking to embark in. Um, Can only help you That's number one Uh, Number two Write everything down Write everything down Um, Every idea And and be open to the evolution of an idea Hmm. Be open to You know, I believe Ideas, they may sound kind of weird But I believe they're living things And they should evolve You know, uh, as such. So sometimes we get a little uh, uh, possessive with our ideas. Be open to the evolution of of your idea uh, and um, speak with as many people as you can. Now, I say that if you say, well, you don't want to give away your idea. Know the people you're speaking with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't 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 go publicizing it on you know Facebook and YouTube to millions right. yeah half the world but right. your friends your family people that you respect and you would um, like their opinion yeah those are the first steps I would suggest
1: yeah I, I agree with you I think oftentimes uh, people are afraid to share. Their, their thoughts and their ideas for, for fear of someone stealing them. But to your point, you should be sharing with people you trust. And then most people aren't as driven. <laughs> you think somebody's going to run off with an idea that you may have. But um, these ideas take work. They take dedication. They take passion. They take all of those those things. And they were all obviously present in the evolution of this idea that you you put forth. Um, how has been some of the feedback?
2: Well, I'm, I'm very happy to say it's been positive. Um, you know, you have people that, like I said, uh, this is a little too stringent for me. Um, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, you know, everything is not for everyone. You know? mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's, it's okay. But for the most part, I've gotten really terrific feedback. I mean, in terms of peace of mind, um, you've reduced the stress level for my mom and our family. Just peace of mind really gets me because yeah, that's what I was looking for for my, for, for my family. So uh, to hear other people say that, it, it was nice. How do you
1: see, you mentioned the evolution of, of an idea. How do you see this evolving or have you not fought that far?
2: Well, I, I, we're national now throughout the United States. You can have them for shore anywhere. Yeah, I am um, five years What I see is that it will be international, it will be global. Um, Scams are a global issue. Phone scams are a global issue and um, they're wreaking havoc all over the world. So that's where I would like to, to aim in a few years.
1: Right. So again, um, you launched in 2021 and you're a national platform. Uh, Did your fundraising background help you with sales in terms of moving the idea and getting people to sign on to the platform?
2: Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, it's a very different thing raising money for someone or something else than raising money for yourself. I found that I find it uh challenging. I'm learning though. I'm learning. I have to say I um this was something and I think that's one of the reasons that it may seem to have moved as quickly as it did. I uh use my own funds. I um this was something, like I said, uh, fear was fuel and I needed it up. I couldn't wait. I wanted everything done. So it was out of my pocket. And so what is what process are you using to attract
1: new customers? Of course, doing interviews like this are helpful, Um do you have a, a, a strategic sales plan or is it word of mouth? How, or how have you been moving, moving your services?
2: Well, I have, um, engaged the, uh, consultancy of Lisa oh. um uh, who has been very, very helpful mm-hmm. in, um, creating a more, uh, coherent marketing plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've also social media, of course. We have to all be on there. So we're on all the social media sites. Okay. As answer for sure? As if folks are sure. Okay. Yes. And uh, I have really discovered there's these pockets of uh, organizations that hmm. work within the senior elder Um, demographic that has been very very helpful to me Um, this is something I didn't know existed but it does and from that I've been meeting a lot of people yes podcasts but I'm going to be having an article placed in a newspaper here in New Jersey so I'm I'm very happy about that and uh, yeah I've I've gotten in my car and driven around and gone to senior communities. I've hit the pavement, so we're doing a multi-prong approach. So, yeah we mm-hmm. are. People don't know you exist; they can't even look for you. So I am, uh, you know, they say papering. I'm, I'm papering. I'm going everywhere. Wow.
1: <laughs> what would you say your, and maybe it's just not one, but your biggest lessons from this whole process from start to finish, not even finish, from start through the process? That's a really
2: great question. One, I have not heard. No one's asked me that. I've done this is my fourth podcast. Okay, my biggest lesson. to, uh, it may sound corny, but belief in oneself goes a long way. Belief in knowing your why you're doing something um, can really... Get you through a lot of question marks and fears. Uh, having your why as your destination, very honestly. Having your why um, move you forward. Also, I, I've, I've never thought of myself as being courageous, but I've discovered I'm really courageous. <laughs> That's what i discovered about me. I know. I do. I've always had it. I just never thought... I did, and um, I'm using that. Wow, using that.
1: that's incredible self-discovery. Yeah, so yeah, I don't think that any of your answers have been corny because I think I, I think that the folks who are stuck and folks who are frustrated. In you know their work or or moving an idea that they have is because of what you just said that they haven't been um, strong they didn't have strong belief in themselves right and they're not sure of what their why is and so um, the fact that you can share that I, I think is incredible and to how how wonderful that is to discover your courage to be able to move you know your ideas forward and and have a product that not only is going to help your mom but is going to help so many other mothers and aunts and uncles, um, in, in, in this journey. And so how can we follow you? You mentioned that you're on all, on all the platforms, all the platforms. Okay. And so including LinkedIn and okay. Yes. Very good. As answer.
2: Sure. That's answer. Sure. Right. And- um, our website, www.answersure.com, uh, and we have a phone as well i most likely be the one picking up but that's fine okay uh, i will do it it's 732 702 0010 and uh, like i said most likely it'll be me so just say hi gogi <laughs>
1: we will we will
2: thank you so much
1: for sharing your your journey your story um your lessons and um yeah we wish you the best with everything thank you for being here thank you thank you very much and thank you all for listening we'll be back again next week with another great guest take care and have a wonderful week The Business First Podcast is hosted and produced by Sonia Lee, associate producer Ariel Mancibo, executive producer Ken Johnson. Find the Business First Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. And on social at business underscore first underscore podcast on IG. The Business First Podcast is a mean old line media production.